0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to series two episode two of people of azeroth so happy to be back and continuing the theme of high quality top tier guests we are joined by the mage expert wow classic pro content creator we got North the Mage. Welcome.
1: I don't know about <laughs> pro there, but everything else we'll we'll just we'll just agree with. Great to great to be on. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Oh man, this is great. Um, no, I'm really looking forward to uh, to a conversation with you. Um, so why don't we just skip all the uh, skip all the BS, get straight into it? How did you start out when you were a kid? First gaming memories? How did you get into video games? That's you know what
1: I, I my dad was always uh, he's an IT guy so mm-hmm. he was always he was always into games he you know he was always spending uh, you know he he's spending all the money that he would make on you know random lo- new gadgets and gizmos and um, he bought me a I remember like I had my first PC and I would play ah uh, you know what it was it was uh putt putt the video oh, game I, I know putt putt the car was the first game
0: ever really if
1: you're familiar with putt putt the car i don't i don't know if you are oh, but it was God, like this weird adventure it. no no google it there's just like it's this weird purple car and it was just it was just like this <laughs> weird adventure game that i had on my hot wheels branded monitor with with my you know massive massive you know this gargantuan pc of uh you know the early 2000s so that was oh shit putt, that, putt was it, yeah, no, no, that was my first for it dude holy cow that was that was uh that was it. I was I was obsessed with that. The Hot Wheels, the the what is it called? The C R V monitors, is that what it's called? Well, the, the ones that were thick as uh thick the as all box. hell. Yeah.
0: yeah Holy shit. Yeah. People a lot of people some people have grown up and never even seen one, but that was how it used to be. Yeah.
1: Did you actually know those monitors are right, like they're they're incredibly dangerous and they're expensive to make. Like they have like the yep. like xenon gas in them or whatever. But they have a faster refresh rate than even modern oh. monitors. Like they, they, they're higher quality than a exactly. modern lcd like wow. like monitor in 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 like in terms of their refresh rate in terms of the responsiveness of the monitor so you have some cs pros that like will uh, actually use no way old, do they still- yeah 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 they will like bring them to tournaments and stuff it's a really min cheesy, maxing dude min yeah maxing min maxing like the refresh rate but playing <laughs> on like a terminal from like 1935 right like <laughs> oh, it's it's just yeah.
0: That is crazy, dude. Far out.
1: Uh, from from there, from Putt Putt, uh, <laughs> from Putt Putt the car, I um, I got into MMOs through. Uh, I remember EverQuest Two was coming out like right before WoW came out, and I was, I believe I was eight at the time. I might have been seven years old. When I started playing EverQuest two. And uh, you know, I I, I I catch a lot of flack for that because I didn't play actually EverQuest. But I was I was maybe like five or six when EverQuest Jeez. was in its heyday. So it's yeah. like I don't know. I was too busy sucking my thumb and you know, like being in kindergarten to yeah, you man. know, you know, to be a wizard, right? So I you know, people people can suck me for that. But you know, I, I started playing EverQuest two and actually it was it's funny. Um I've I've told this story a good amount of times on my stream, but the name North, it uh there was this girl when I was eight. Um, that uh like she was she was a family friend and we we would play games with her. And I thought I thought she was really pretty and I thought she was really nice. And so she named her character South because she'd been like studying Uh, geography or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, how do I impress her?
0: I was like, hmm, hmm.
1: hmm." (laughs) And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go with North. Let's do it. Oh,
0: dude, damn. So that's how it started. That's crazy. That is crazy.
1: Yeah. So I, I've had the same, I've had the same online name since I was eight years old. I hate when people are not consistent about their online names. It really, it peeves the heck out of me when people aren't consistent. Cause I, I've been, I've been going strong since eight, you know, like, you know, add a, by the <laughs> yeah. way, add an XD, add a yeah. add LOL to the end of your name. If you, if you can't get it on an MMO, but like you know i don't know keep the branding consistent it's just too confusing you, otherwise
0: you have to do and that's how like i kind of even got accidentally stuck with the name that i have and it's just like once you get known as something you can't just change it man that's just exactly like, exactly this- and
1: i think that's <laughs> for better i think like right, yeah. people should be people should be stuck with the name they choose at least i think that's i think that's one of the most beautiful things about like online communities is that you right it's like you're given your name but you know when you're on the internet when you're online you get to Right, you get to choose what you're called. Yeah,
0: and people get so people get so used to it. Like one of the guests, Fadon uh, Renata from um, the World of Warcast podcast, she prefers her username to her actual real name, and she she doesn't like her real life name. And she says that so many people know her as that, and it, it's funny. I think even in her case, that started out as an alt that she had named that, but that was where she met most of the people she she got to know with, you know, and and that's what they know her by, you know. Or people will take those first four letters of um, first four letters of whatever name you've got and that's kind of like what your wow name is you know
1: yeah no no it's, it's actually really bizarre um like going back because uh I, I just uh accepted a job uh with with the government and i'm i'm you know i'm actually going to be upping my streaming now that i'm going back to work um nice. because i i quit classic wow for a while um but yep. uh what's it called um it's, it was so weird going back into a setting where people are actually calling me by my real name, especially because <laughs> the email address that I use is, is norththemagegmail.com. Oh, man. <laughs> so people, that's people like, like And I just, like, I remember, like, a long time ago, I was, like, you know, I made, like, the last name, first name, email address that, like, you know, it was, like, use that, be professional. Did, yeah. But that, that's yeah. just so, like, clutter at this point that like, people ask me what my email, and I'm just, like, yeah, it's norththemage. <laughs> and they're just, they're just, like they're, like, can you spell that? I'm, like, yeah, mage, like, wizard that's amazing (laughs) dude (laughs) they
0: they just look look at me like side-eyed and they're like oh
1: okay this guy's insane all right and
0: now you're going back to like the complete legit world of you know like yeah exactly And people and like I'm,
1: I'm gonna be working at a hospital and i have these people like like this is like director of like hospital like management like emailing north the mage at gmail.com being, being like being like yeah hi there you know uh, did you get your fingerprinting done? i'm
0: like yeah
1: you know like don't worry about it bud
0: i love it dude i fucking love it that's great oh man that's such a good little story, how you first got it. And a lot of people that, like, I think Cargo's Death Camp Meldron, I think they were all random created names from whenever they yeah, first Yeah, playing. yeah, yeah. A lot
1: of people, I didn't realize that happened. I didn't realize that, like, so many people just went with the the, the character generator. I just never... The generated I, I name, know. and then that's it. Yeah. I mean, you choose it, though, right? Like, you click it a couple times, right? And then it, and then it comes up with something, right? You, like, one I feel like most people you. don't land on the first one, but... But I mean it's still it's still so bizarre to me. Like, you know, who was coming up with that algorithm, right? Like how many people, you know, like who, right? Like yeah. the wow, the wow, the vanilla wow, right, like naming generator, whoever, whatever person came up with that, whatever Maverick, you know, like engineered yeah. <laughs> that, like has been responsible for so many people's like actual monikers for for god for, knows how long it's just crazy to think yeah about.
0: for 15 years dude yeah. and some people have built cargos has built an entire business around that exactly that, that it, And it's just
1: some ran. it's just it's just some asshole like in a room being like well how do it's, i make man.
0: gort on the
1: mule like sound legit and yeah. then like how do i make an orc name like generate randomly and they and they just do it's crazy
0: and there's some unsung hero out there that nobody knows who he is and he made that that's yeah, crazy. I
1: actually would, I would, I would love to meet that person. You should, yeah. you should find out who it is. I'm going to research. You get
0: them on the show. <laughs> we'll find out who that was, man. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So, um, so continue from there. Then you were, um, so from EverQuest two progressed into from EverQuest into two,
1: my karate teacher um, kept uh, shit talking me for uh, playing EverQuest. <laughs> and he, he was like, you know, there's this great new game that came out. Right. And it was, you know, we were, you know, it's my after-school karate gym or whatever because i was yep. eight you know um, and you and, and you know like and this 35 year old man was shit talking me for my video game selection so you know what? we tried out we tried out world of warcraft i kept debugging my dad i was just like look at this look look at the little gnome like like look at it, it's so cool like because they didn't really like i don't know if they had halflings and uh or gnomes at all in everquest i don't yeah think they did actually all the races were super serious and it was just it seemed really appealing like especially like as a kid like the cartoony graphics looked really yeah really cool and and like it had glowing reviews from the people that i knew and not that i knew that many people at eight years old who were video games but you know what i trusted mr stan and mr stan did not let me <laughs> did not lead me astray and uh i tried it and i remember i i created on my friend's account i created a female gnome rogue with pink hair named uh north was taken so i was like what's what's better than north i was like okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna be northy and and (laughs) an eight year old female gnome rogue playing northy entered the world of warcraft uh wow i believe it was i was just like a little bit after my eighth birthday
0: holy shit dude that's really young to start isn't it
1: wow hey I mean I mean fuck I learned to read like 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 reading the quest cuz I had no I had no idea like right like we didn't really use wowhead and thoughtbot thought that like bags would disenchant into okra so there was no way yep. of like actually knowing what was going on uh, dude I didn't, I didn't even read, know you didn't read the damn quests so like I learned to read right like I I, I, I was you know, I, I I wasn't like a slouch in school, but I you know like I my reading comprehension test <laughs> improved rapidly. Yeah, I started you know pounding World of Warcraft as an eight year old kid. So,
0: man, I was when I first played. When I first played Wow, I think I was like twenty one, Um, because it was like whatever year it was, oh eight or oh nine or something. I had first played, and. Like I was a fucking, and I played other video games. I was a noob whenever I first started playing. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So I don't know how you did it at eight years old and even even knew anything.
1: Well, yeah, I I I I would read I would read everything. Right, people go in and they just kind of they kind of swing it and they're like, oh, like what am I supposed to be doing? Oh, I took the question. Yeah. I want I would sit there and I would read Absolutely. every line of every question. I'd be like, I would be like the man wants me to k- <laughs> kill the k- kobold. okay and then i like look around i'm, just, like, I'm just looking at the fishes. screen fully immersed right like being like i am the gnome rogue i will yep. kill the kobold <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man a gnome rogue with pink hair holy shit
1: and actually fun fact, fun fact, people people always talk about they're like, oh yeah, like I was a, a clicker this, clicker that, like I, I didn't have any oh, of my yeah. abilities to keybound. I keybound my entire keyboard. I was a genius, uh, except for the fact no, that I use right. the arrow keys to move yep. because I'm left-handed and I use my left hand on the mouse because I oh, you know yeah, I my see. my dad as a kid, uh, his dad broke his wrist um, because he wrote with his left hand. So he, oh, he literally he, like he like took a oh, hammer dude. and he broke his wrist um when he was a kid because it's like it was like devil worship to be a lefty no, like back shit. in the day so when i started using my left hand for stuff my dad was like no no you will use your really? left hand he like got me a left-handed mouse and he like oh he right, embraced like, it a, a yeah. left-handed like ergonomic keyboard he was like you will be the lefty that i never was <laughs> So, so I had all this left-handed stuff. So I, I would use my hands on the... I didn't use Wazda for whatever reason because it was just like I would use the keyboard. So I would move my right hand from yep. the arrow keys to the keyboard whenever I would try and do an ability. So I was horrendously slow. And I, would, I kept every ability until Wrath of the Lich King when someone else logged on my account when I account shared for the first time. Uh, you know, big, big bad yep. boy over here. But I uh, account shared for the first time. And someone was like, why is number seven on your keyboard engineering right and i was just like i i, I was just like i don't know i i that was I the order that everything <laughs> and that was yeah. the seventh thing that i got and i dragged it on the bar i don't know what do you want from me? it Was like sinister oh, strike man. was still number two auto attack was still number one and this yep. still number three like oh, it was just sorry. every ability was in order like it went and then i just went to the f keys afterwards because i was like well the bar is above it so f1's above it so makes sense. It's gotta, it's gotta be the way it was designed.
0: Yeah, dude. Well, you were even ahead of me, man, because I was a clicker noob whenever I had first played.
1: You probably were honestly though. Moving my hand from the arrow keys to the keyboard, <laughs> I think you might have been faster as a clicker.
0: <laughs> oh shit! It actually would have benefited you then when you became a caster though, because it's kind of like you could kind of just turret like plant yourself. Or then true, just-
1: true. But I was, I was, I was a rogue for for the longest time. So continuing oh, really? on. Continuing on, I, I played Rogue all through. I like I had a Mage alt, and it was like it was like my guilty pleasure. But like I was so bad uh, that I never really played it. And uh, like I, I like I twinked it. Um, I had I'd a I a female gnome Rogue or gnome Mage named Frosty because for some reason I, you know, was a big female gnome buff back in the day before it was cool. And before when it got cool, stretchy. I switched to male gnome. But but. Um, Never really never really played it all that much. Played my gnome rogue for the longest time until Cataclysm. Um, when I actually started playing with like a top fifty US guild and uh, stopped being bad and like keep out my abilities correctly and nice. was, was playing correctly, but then Dragon Soul released, I was slated to get the legendary daggers and Raid Finder got announced and I just quit the game. I, I and I, I came back a little for mop, you know, I you know, like kinda of played every expansion other than the BFA, yep. but, you know, for maybe a week or two. And then quit so oh, nothing really captured get, my attention. Yeah, yeah yeah i was gonna that. say it
0: didn't capture you after that, that until
1: was until nostalgia shuts down I, I don't know what year it was but it was it was it was the summer after it might have been fall after freshman year uh in university and i had all this free time on my hands because you know i'm in university right i yep. you know I, I didn't go to class because i could just you know <laughs> read the lecture slides that were posted because yep. I was a biology major and the, the lecturer was no different from the slides, so I would just download the slides, sit in my room, and load it up Chronos 2 and just started playing uh, Vanilla Private Service for the first time. And you know what? I was like, you know, I'm going to be in Korea this summer, so you know what? I'm going to pick a caster because my lag is going to be high and I don't want to oh, be lagging, lagging around as a rogue. Yes. So I figured... And and and, and the, other, the other thing was... Is i knew that i wouldn't have cloak of shadows as a rogue and yeah. after playing for 10 years with cloak of shadows you can't you can't go back that's such a busted ability it's literally the dumbest thing in the world but so like, for as people a rogue, who don't know go, go go ahead
0: so for people who don't know explain cloak of shadows
1: oh yeah um it's it's you know it, it's the rogue ability introduced in tbc uh it originally actually was a pvp talent but they made it baseline uh, which I think was a mistake, but it uh, removes all magic effects, and in TBC, it makes you, uh, like gives you like a 75 or 85% chance to resist all magic effects. So, I mean, it's oh, helpful, wow. right? You have a dot on you, you cloak, and then you vanish. But in Classic, um, unfortunately, as many people are aware of, you have one dot on you as a rogue, you have one curse, you have one anything on you, and you you sit there, and you die. So, yep. it, it's, it's really unlucky. So, I, I figured, hey, I'm not going to play rogue. I'm going to play mage, and I absolutely fell in love with it from from you know from maybe not day one, maybe day three. Once I hit level twenty, because level twenty is is oof oof. Level twenty yep. is beautiful on mage, and uh, you get your portals, you get your blink, you at least get your teleports. And I don't know, I just something is always like the mobility of it, and 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 like the fantasy of it, and not needing to pay other plebs for portals and food. Just yep. have always. I've always sat near and dear to my heart.
0: Yeah, definitely and, uh, the, that, that side of things and then the killer DPS obviously as well. True,
1: true and you just get to AoE everyone down and you get CC out the wazoo and you just have yep. ridiculously overpowered in like 88% of situations except for like, you know, speed runs in World of Warcraft classic but you know, a if you care about speed runs in WoW classic I I I don't I don't have good words for you. That 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 that's all I'm gonna say, right? Like you you've you you've managed to suck the fun out of a very good thing. A B I I don't know. Go 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 do your 15 minute BWLs and then sit there for, for 15,000 minutes thinking about how you spent six hours getting buffs before yeah. to spend fifteen minutes in a raid.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's that it's like it's still that same result, isn't it? You know, you spend Extra time preparing to do the right quicker, it's still net result hours spent, isn't it? So it's yeah. uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. People have got different ways they want to play. Yeah.
1: And I mean, like, I, I was guilty of doing that for a long time. I, I moved from Kronos 2, I-, I played for until BWL patch, and then I moved on to, uh, well, and then. <laughs> And then my grades got a lot worse, and so I quit for a oh, little shit. bit. And then Did you? Yeah. Elysium came out, and uh, Elysium came out after um, Chronos Two, and I played that, and that's the first time I started playing with Grizzly, um, because my friend, my good friend Dr. Christie, who I played with on K Two, joined up with them in the interim, yep. and so I, I started playing with them uh, there. I and I rolled a warlock, and I absolutely people people know my vehement hatred for warlocks that that's where that began because i had absolutely no fun on that server i quit that server really like the first patch in because i you know like i went hard and you know i level with them and i was like in the you know server first mc or whatever uh well it was server second mc actually and um we uh because the three other european guilds banded together to make sure that we couldn't do first mc <laughs> So we got oh, we got cut at the last minute, yeah. But um, we um, I just I I loathed it. that I thought that because I love mage I would I would like warlock, and it just wasn't the case. It was it was really like I I ranked a thirteen on my on my mage on Chronos two. Like I was in Korea with like seven hundred ping, yeah, and no sure. day bongs just just sitting there like pounding ramen an adderall and, and just like and just like up like 14 hours a day yeah, just geez, just going hard dude. like you know just, just in there and i would like like spend two hours doing my coursework in like afterwards and then oh, i would go back wow. and i would just and i would just you know just be sitting in those note I just 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 grinding it out and i just didn't feel the same way in elysium didn't feel the same way in warlock so when northdale came around for my third and final private server i rolled uh for vanilla anyway i rolled uh, a mage again and it was so much fun. I, 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 ranked an undead to 13. I ranked a no mage to 13 as well. Um, so I, you know, I, 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 I did it all.
0: It was with fun. Um, with the private servers, um, when they shut down, you lose your character. Is it, is it heartbreaking? Or do you kind of have a certain, are you detached in a certain way? Cause you know that that's going to happen.
1: It's, it's less the right. And <laughs> This is gonna this is gonna sound really cheesy but it's like it's it's right it's not it's never really about the gear people think that it is right and people and, and and i get this and i and i think that like to some extent right like some part of me is like oh i need this gear and like i need to get my character abyss and this that and the other but it's it's never really about that is it right it's it's <laughs> this is where it's gonna sound cheesy, but it's the friends we made along the way it's that the was community. the real thing, right? And it's the experiences that you have, Not right? Like true. I'll never forget the first Azure Ghost on like like till the day I die. I'll never forget the first Azure Ghost on K2. I'll never forget, you know, like grinding first MC and and, and, and being so addled out from all the, well, I, I, don't, I don't know how like, I was doing too many drugs on Elysium. I, I got really, <laughs> really scared on my warlock and I hearthed out of a ZF because I thought the zombies were real um and, and this group got really really mad at me <laughs> anyway anyway right like i'll, I'll never like I'll, I'll you know even though some of these memories are dumb right like grinding uh for instance like title charms and 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 um which is a which is a trinket that's, that's just very rare drops from a, a rare mob and they're at the highlands and stuns people for three seconds i'm sure people are familiar yeah. with it um it's like grinding desirable. those out on the yeah. wow grinding that out on like my first server i remember my first server i couldn't do it Right, like I was, I was too weak. I was too weak-willed. You know, I couldn't stay up for yep. seventy-two hours at a time. And then the second server, I finally got it down. Like I always, like I remember, like 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 I remember, you know, how fast my heart would beat when I, 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 you know, I'm sitting there for hours, you know, spamming the same targeting macro, and that it finally lights up after all that time, and just like the amount of adrenaline, the amount of nerd <laughs> rush that you get from that. It's just like, oh my god, it's happened. Right, like I'll never i'll never yeah. forget that even if you know even if you know on some level like people like oh it's a massive waste of time you know you're just, you know, like neat life you know what are you doing with your life you know i i for the past two years I've, I've been pretty much you know just like trying to be a content creator and trying to play world of warcraft and i don't know it's it's even if even if i'm walking away from it in a lot of ways now i will never i i won't regret it and I'll always cherish it, and so even though, like you know, you lose all your gear on those private servers, Yep. it never really was about that. It was always about just playing the game.
0: No, you're right, and and I think Cargos has said it before that you 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 do end up with with friendships that you know transcend the actual game, and you got real life things then, which is it it yeah, it's a little cheesy, but it's awesome. I mean, to to, to have for, you know friends that you can have the rest of your life based off playing a fucking video game, you know, that's great
1: yeah I mean, I mean in the way my the way my high school friends and i like my my best friends from high school um and i I know it's really i know i know again it's cliche to have high school friends still i guess you know as a <laughs> as an older person, but um you know we we stay connected through video games right and it's yep. it's not it's not well they're they're kind of casuals right uh so i i don't really like i don't play serious mmos with them you know i play like co-op games you know like the left <laughs> dead style games with them because you know i i couldn't stand them in a competitive setting but you know <laughs> but i still write like it's 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 those like even even old friendships right that can like be maintained through through this medium i, I think it's it's such a you know I, I don't get people who only watch tv and don't play video games because it's such a compelling interactive media that i I just i there's nothing like it
0: yeah definitely with with content creation dude how did you first what was your first step into content creation
1: first step into content creation was uh just you know (laughs) realizing (laughs) that i spent an enormous amount of time like way too much time playing vanilla world of warcraft Yep. and i i'd caught a few streams of uh well actually you know what i had never watched a twitch stream other than uh other than the league of legends stream okay. i'd never seen like i maybe like i watched sneaky sometimes and i would watch Riot like i back when i played a lot of league i, I watched riot games streams you know of, of the lcs and stuff and and that was basically it. i'd never seen another private server streamer i never really never really watched another streamer didn't really like have a good concept of it before i started rolling on northdale and and someone was like hey like you know you play a lot and i was like yeah i do and they were like you should try and make money off it and i was like nice i I don't know about that like you know they're like no like you get to you get to like hang out with like you know like random people on the server and like you know dads who are who are pissed instead of instead of rage whispering you on like an alliance character that they make that's level one they'll come into your stream chat and they'll yell at you and you know you know it's the funniest thing and i was like you know what that actually sounds oh really, <laughs> really compelling so i was like you know what i loaded it up and I, I remember i first tested there was a stress test for northdale uh private server that i that i played on and i i started up and a bunch of like there was i had two viewers from my guild uh and then before i even started my second stream uh i i was a uh i was i was you know fishing in reddit and actually i never really had that that phase where you know you had like zero or you know, one viewer on Twitch because, um, Josh from countdown, the classic yep. had me on his podcast very early yep. on. Um, and, uh, which, which, which did wonders for my stream. And, um, and, and, you know, from there, I just, you know, I, I, I loved it. It was the first thing that had, you know, I was really, 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 really depressed when I first started streaming. I, I was, you know, I quit my job because I just like I yep. couldn't get out of bed, and the only thing that you know made sense to me was, you know, Vanilla World of Warcraft, and um, and and sharing like my experiences with the people on the stream, sharing my experiences with, you know, the people in chat. You know, I got to I got to talk about you know my life and like share something that was very near and dear to me. So that that's yep. really like like to be honest, that's that's the reason why I stuck with it is because it, it's just it was the only thing that that felt compelling to me while I was you know, really at my worst. How did Josh first get
0: in contact with you?
1: I, <laughs> he, he posted a Reddit thread and he was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm doing this new podcast. You know, it's kind of the classic. We've had a couple episodes. Uh, and, you know, I really want people who are interested in like the classes that they play. And after, yep. uh, after, after first like playing Mage and being like, wow, casters are cool. And then realizing Warlock sucks. And then I was obsessed, absolutely obsessed with Mage. I was just like, I'm, I'm the guy for it. And so I remember he, he scheduled it for Northdale launch and I completely forgot, like I didn't look at the days. And so I, I had been up for,
0: <laughs> oh shit I had
1: been up for 48 hours and I was literally, no, I was, dude. I was just so delirious and, but I was just like hyper, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but, but uh, you know, so at least for me when I'm up for a very, very long time, I get very one track mind. Yeah, right. and I was dying over and over again because I like in in uh in the Netherguard Keep mine. I'll always remember this, right? And so like we talk about, I talked about those memories, right? That I'll always have, and I will always cherish my first call with, you know, most calls with Josh, but my first call, like in Netherguard Keep Mine, AoEing as my undead female rogue uh, or undead female mage, and just dying over and over again because I was just too interested in all his questions, and I just yep. was pouring myself into 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 the conversation because it was it was so much fun and uh and just dying over and over again because i would get distracted in the middle of the poll and he, he would say something that was you know so true or you know like yep. I, I would just i would just start to i would start to spout off about what i loved about mage or how people are playing it wrong or how you know how yep. people like don't appreciate games enough anymore and like we, yep. we need to be slower paced this or that and i would just I, I you know i would just hit the floor uh (laughs) wasn't paying attention so that's how i got first got in contact with josh and i i was fantastic it did wonders for me in terms of in in terms of viewership but honestly i i i really couldn't care less about that because i just really in josh he still invites me from time to time back on the countdown to classic and well i mean whatever his current project is called uh I'll always you know I'll always say it's countdown to classic but um,
0: it'll always be that to me as well i know it's the Josh right, right. podcast these days but it always yeah you know me. he
1: calls it something new but it's, it's like it's nah, countdown it's to countdown. classic yeah, exactly. and he,
0: he will always be josh from countdown that's how i talk about him all the time exactly
1: he, exactly
0: he, he doesn't even have to change the branding much dude countdown to crusade it's still c2c he could exactly it's beautiful
1: game. it works so well and 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 right like that's that's what it is so yeah i i really i and and josh like we we have always clicked so so well and i i he's he's, he's a real friend so dude i'll tell I've you
0: always... what when when i first started listening to uh, to countdown to classic like the hype train i was just so on it it was building up for that time i have never been so excited about the launch of video games whenever wow classic came around and i think it was like an 18 month hype train of his podcast and in that discord just waiting and then people are counting down the days at the end it's like we got 50 days to go once the launch date was announced it was just an incredible time man
1: it really was it was it was so much fun being on those like being on those those shows as well like because because the, like the, the the energy in the community back then was was electric because everyone was just right like everyone was putting everything aside like everyone you know despite any misgivings that people you know had about like the demo and like spell batching and this and that everyone was just like we're finally getting the thing that we wanted it's you know i think some people a lot of people myself included were realistic about how it wasn't going to be perfect but um but But it it was (laughs) it was going to be at least you know at least something
0: the passion and the energy people like Def Camp had it was just it it was it would come through the podcast and into you like the the passion that he had for the game and for the classes and stuff for being a priest dude it was just so cool really really cool
1: yeah you know I I I miss I miss the time before right like it's 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 you get you get that you get those rose-colored go- like glasses. About yep. I was about to say goggles because they have the rose-colored goggles yeah, TV TV wow, TV wow, TV TV <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But but I I just I like that that time leading up to it. You know, it's 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 uh, what's that? You know, there's such. There's I hate that I'm quoting The Office, but there's a cheesy line from The Office that Andy that Andy Dwyer says, and he's like, I wish. I wish there was a time to know that we were in the good old days before the good old days are over. <laughs> yeah. And it man. was, it was like, it was, you know, it was being up in Netherguard Keep, you know, after 48 hours, you know, spouting off to Josh while I had like three viewers in my stream where I was doing like a bong rip every death in a wrathy basin back on Northdale for those streams. Like back oh, when I was man. just like a stoner in my, in my like college dorm, right? Like it was. It was just. It was. I don't know. Like, it, there's something so nostalgic about it that just. About. You that. know, it's always it's it's always something, right? There's always nostalgia about something, but it was just. ah, and those the, were those were really fun is, times.
0: Nothing will ever have that that same impact again, will it? Because even if Burning Crusade comes out, which yeah, it will be sick, and they'll be hyped for it. it nothing will come close to what the the hype levels were of having actual classic back you know, after all that time, I mean, hundred
1: percent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we, we lived through a really great time and, and people like Josh, um, really helped, you know, create those communities and, and make it even better than what, what it already was. So, um, so yeah, massive props to him. Okay, cool. Can we talk briefly about, um, uh, wow classic launch your launch experience and, um, you know, what it was like whenever you first played? Um, question for you
1: before, before I talk about that, have you ever seen, uh, have you ever seen Father of Spellcleave?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, hmm. okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I, I would recommend you, you write like for, for the proper experience. You link that video if you if you really care. I, I, you know, yeah. I you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna press you on that. It's not even my YouTube. It's, it's a random guilty of mine's YouTube that has eight subscribers on it. It's not it's not yeah. something that I'm even gonna profit off of. But that video captures my <laughs> experience. Oh man, on I can Fred imagine better than anything <laughs> else. It's only it's only it's only two minutes. It's it's two minutes and forty two seconds. So Let I mean, me if do you yeah, yeah, yeah you you should. You should either watch that now or watch that later, but it was, it was hell. It was hell in a handbasket.
0: Dude, I'm watching it right now as we speak. Holy cow! So this is, I mean, and I know what I know what this is gonna be. I know what it's gonna be. So we've got it loaded up now. We got North here. Oh shit, dude! While I'm watching it, um, what about uh, queue times and stuff? Did you deal with much of that on your server?
1: So, at the very beginning of that video, <laughs> uh, I'm in the wetlands boosting yeah. someone who, whose internet went out at the very, very beginning because we oh. we got in we got in right away because you know we we've been on a fresher too right we 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 knew we knew there was parlor tricks to be had. People were stuck in the Q sixteen hours being like, "This is unfair." Mm-mm. Yeah, merit, 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 merit. Me spamming on seven different clients. The enter button with like macros on two different computers right i right i earned that okay and so that's how you got ahead of the (laughs) plebs in in right away i was with my leveling partner we had practiced maybe i don't know maybe a hundred hours of like one to ten and we were slamming we were the first ones on the the alliance to level eight right we were the first one We we were ahead of everyone else and some asshole crashes into the transformer outside of his house
0: no shit yeah oh man and we have a five-man
1: leveling group group plan this this this, yep. this leveling group like a lot went into it and so uh at the beginning of that video i was boosting my uh the guy who got dc'd and he was he was messing up over and over and over again he kept dying while we were boosting him all he had to do was hit the mobs a single time and not die that was the only thing he had to do uh-huh. and he kept fucking it up like he kept he kept messing up he kept doing the dumbest shit because he was so nervous because he had disconnected and then it's like four other people were waiting for him to reconnect so he had a 16 hour queue and so we had to wait for him and then we were boosting him up and we, we got him back to the level and so we got back into it but it it put us back behind a good like eight to ten hours um really right. yeah so it was it was really rough but we were still we were second place in our guild and we were going for i believe we got was it world third World fourth, really, things, man. Like um, so we were we were still going fast, and we were the second people to hit level sixty in our group, like in our guild. So we were we were we were going pretty fast. I, I like I had a number in the top a hundred uh, people to hit level sixty first. Uh, and we were going kind of slow like i could have done it a lot faster if i was solo AOE farmer but we were trying to boost our warriors up so we had these groups with warriors in them and warlocks oh, in them yeah. and priests in them be
0: so we be viable at the end yeah
1: exactly exactly so we could we could we could work together because you know like joker you know bless his soul is much better AOE farmer than i am right but he he went up because he was solo right and then he deleted that character because he didn't care and he's on some dead server right like to to get first yeah um, but we were on a very much a live server uh the best server in my opinion that ever existed on classic wow before we abandoned it uh because it died but um, oh shit what was it dude we were on stalag stalag was what? stalag yeah. was the best of times stalag was the worst of times i, I i'd love to get into that at, at at some point but uh we were we were on there and it was it was a compromise right we didn't want to be on fair lena because we wanted some yep. chance of world first Um, and we, we, we ended up going for Stalag because it was, it was not where all the private server guilds were going. Uh, and we kind of wanted to be like, we kind of wanted a bit of a fresher experience. We didn't want to just go against the same old people that we knew from, you know, like eons ago. And so it was a bit of a decision to, to go on a bit of a, like a less active server, but it ended up being such a, such a fantastic experience inadvertently really And, And and our GM who actually made the decision of where we were going. He quit, I believe, on the second day of, oh, of classic really? wow. So I mean our we were in complete we were in complete disarray. Launch. Yeah, everything that could have gone wrong on launch really went wrong on launch for us, right? Like we had that guy DCing. Yeah. We had all this. I mean if you watch the father of Spugly video, you can see me losing my fucking I ID you getting a little
0: bit emotional like, in a cup like, Yeah me.
1: I've I've grown a lot in the past year. That I, I'm not proud. <laughs> <laughs> of how angry i get in this video but it was it was also very real it was also very visceral it all it mattered oh so much to us and so you know i'm not i'm not like ashamed of those emotions but it's a little it's a little churlish it's a little churlish i'll admit
0: who do you think who can take credit for like the spell cleave meta like i mean i know at this so you were obviously doing it at launch and i know there was there was obviously pockets of people who knew about it but it didn't hit the mainstream until a little bit further on or is it kind of well known from the private server communities
1: so here's the problem with the private server communities spell cleave and and its aoe stuff uh didn't work because the mobs would hit so hard here's the here's the fun fact the mobs in scarlet monastery on classic wow hit for less than the mobs in stockades on any private server.
0: no shit. The, wow. the mobs for
1: stockades would, would, would just like two hit you, right? So you, you couldn't actually walk in there and, and, and grab all those mobs oh, and AOE crap. and stockades or AOE and Scarlet Monastery because they would just kill you. So, um, and, and it might've been possible for like maybe the best, of the best, of the best of players who just wouldn't take any hits. But if, but sometimes, right, like for a lot of the strategies nowadays, you have to take hits, and you would yeah. just die. So it wasn't a thing on private servers. The people who can take the credit for the meta are a lot of people on the demo, actually. Not really? the demo, but the beta. The beta, nice. and so people, people joke around. Right, the, 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 the title is the father of Spellcleave. I, 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 I. I, hmm, hmm, I how do how to say this without sounding like a jackass? I, I invented a like like a subset of nice. Spellcleave. Right. So, not, not proper spell cleave. It was, it was like, you know, like Zico and Venruki that were out there, like trying to AOE dungeons down because everyone was, you know, everyone was competing for quests on the beta. And there were so many people yeah. there that they were just trying to like level up as soon as possible because they got level gated uh, at level 30 and then they were trying to level to level 40. Everyone was trying to do the quest in Stranglethorn. So they said, hey, let's go to a dungeon. Right. And they started AOEing it. And so what we did is we create, recreated our private server, used the values from that and started practicing. Right. And so we, we, we did all this research to try and find the values and like recreate a private server that worked as if it were classic beta, uh, so that our whole guild could practice. And so I was, and I was in charge of this and I, I was the one like, you know, up late at night with, with my friend Reglair, um, who, who did a lot of the numbers with me and we were recreating this atmosphere to try and create yeah, a spell cleave yeah. that would work with warriors and warlocks and priests because a lot of people just did it with a, a ton of mages, right? Yeah, and that was who it. Did it particularly fast, did it with a lot of mages. Whereas we were like, Hey, how can we reduce this to one mage? Cause we don't want to be super mage heavy, right? We're going to be mage heavier than we want because we're going to have to have one in every group, but how can we do this with yeah. only one mage? And so that's what I set out to do. And so I don't, I don't, I, you know, like the, the, I, I called myself at one point. There's a clip in here, um, a clip in the Father of Spellfully video. I, I, I think that, I think that I called myself that. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more an architect, less a father, yeah. right? Just and a so,
0: participant. And the warlock, then the Eye of Kill using that to pull mobs was, was a part of it early on, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So actually, originally, uh the the strat that we had we changed it but originally it was a vo- we would use a void walker because the um the the void walker ai the pet ai on private servers was so much more responsive that you could just it would live for longer than the eye of kilrog so you could just send it around and the mobs would be slow enough and the void walker would be fast enough that it would work but the oh, void walker combined with the fact that the pet ai was worse and the pull radius on the yep. Walker was so bad that we had actually had to change the strap because originally we were working without the classic beta. I didn't have the classic beta. I had to, you know, beg, borrow, barter, and steal my way into it um, before we realized the Void Walker wouldn't work. And then we we opted for the Eye of Kilrog and other various strategies because um, like Stockades, for instance, the way that we did originally Stockades is we would just target, we would slash target the mob at the very end of the hallway. And then we would just send off the Void Walker. and the Void Walker would just aggro everything Everything. and and it would it right it would just walk down the hall and then you just have this big ball of mobs that was just coming back you'd shield the void walker and you just send it down and it 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 worked flawlessly and then we walked into stockades on classic wow we tried that once we got maybe like seven mobs yep right versus like 70 yeah (laughs)
0: christ
1: (laughs) so there were some issues on the way and there was also i my group like didn't adapt as well because um because uh, we there was a bug with Demoralizing Shout where it would amplify the threat per yes, target and it would, one, it would yeah. multiply it. And so what you could do instead of having my my strategy of, of, of mage is actually, I said it was one mage earlier, it was actually two mages per group. Um, but uh, instead of three. And uh, the strategy that we would use is essentially one mage would spec out of all of the threat talents. And one mage would spec in to all the threat reduction talents. And so you'd have one mage threading the mobs, and you'd have another mage slowing the mobs. And then you'd have everyone else, you know, doing what they can. you have the warrior collect mobs, the warlock collects mobs and AoEs a bit. The priest heals you and helps the yeah. warrior and the warlock collect mobs. And so that strategy, right? And that 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 spell cleave strat, like even as a five man, was actually difficult to pull off. But the problem on launch was, is that Demo Shout worked in a way where you didn't need a threat mage. You didn't even really need a slowing mage all that much. You needed it a little bit, but you didn't need, like, improved blizzard even. You could just kind of cold the mobs, and the warrior could run around in circles and just spam Demo Shout, and they would never come off of him. We didn't use that as effectively because our warrior was quite literally legally blind. Um, so he he wasn't, and I didn't know this going into it. He never told me until afterwards. So he was really, really bad at it. And I thought it was his problem, but anyway, I mean, it was, um, but he, he just couldn't pull it off and we couldn't adapt as well. So we kept using the two mage strat. And if, if that demo shot hadn't have worked, a lot of less people would have leveled via spell cleave initially, because it was just significantly harder to use the two mage strat to actually like juggle the mobs between the two of you properly, uh, and and really pull it off. I think as well, like, part of the reason why I called myself at, at one point, very, very cringe, the father of Spellcleave, is because I was the one who came up with the 10-man farming, which was a bug. Um, yes. And, like, I, I think maybe apes knew about it, and we knew about it, and that was it. That was it. Yeah, like, I, I saw, you saw them guys in ZF on yeah, you the guys beta, on. Yeah. and I, they saw us in ZF. And those were the only other people who were in ZF as a 10, specifically as a 10 man group. Um, Like I saw them zoning in. So I'm pretty sure like, unless they were doing two groups of five, they knew about it. And like ZF 10 men wasn't even that effective, but they knew that the 10 men would work. And so for things like lower black rock spire, for things like sunken temple, which are like pretty low key in terms of like what abuses actually went down there because their streams went off. Our streams went off um, for that kind of stuff because it was just so ludicrous. Um. Yeah, people didn't really know about it, and even Onslaught, who beat us to world third, they they got they got third or second, I think they got third. Yep. Um, they figured out about it through us. I remember actually someone from my I, I started a guild on grobulus and someone joined up, and he was from Onslaught. He was like, "Oh yeah, I, I remember telling the leadership about your stream because I was watching your stream." And I was like, hey, we should be doing this. This guy's doing this. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And then they took it and they beat us. So, uh, you know, yeah. unlucky.
0: I think that's, is that Ailes Guild or Ailes in Onslaught, I think, isn't it? He is. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought I spoke to him. Before, he is yeah. or at least was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Far out, dude. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right about that. I-, I remember hearing some rumors then shortly after with the there was a a select few who knew about that bug and kept it very much under lock and key.
1: And here's the thing about that bug that was so strange is because there was a, like, right, there was a, um, most instances didn't have a raid cap, uh, like didn't have a five-man cap until TBC. Yep. And so with the exception of Blackrock, uh, with the exception of patch 1.10, when Skolomance, Stratholme, um and brd and skull it's like all the end game dungeons were made into five man instances with the exception of lbrs which became a 10 man
0: instance and so
1: originally it went from 40 man to 10 man and like strat and stuff and then it went to five man in most instances but the lower level instances were never changed until tbc and so and so you had this introduced someone complained about it on reddit during the beta during the the second to last stress test i believe yeah. it was or like right before the second to last stress test they said hey this isn't working properly and blizzard was like oh you're right <laughs> but then when they introduced that they never reintroduced the raid xp fix in instances yes, so i believe actually it. in the open world you couldn't actually group up I, i'm not 100 sure but I, I believe in open world it might have actually had the rate xp reduction but in instance for whatever reason it might have been both but i'm not 100 sure but no i think you're right it I, think, introduce
0: it. I think it was only in in instances that it didn't for some reason that it didn't reduce it i think that's what my understanding is yeah whereas in that open was world, that,
1: that was that was what i remember as well yeah and and we tested it and uh Right. We, we, we very clearly, I remember we very clearly found evidence because we were always, we were always obsessed back then. We were like, can we find the evidence for this being true? Can we find the evidence in classic for this, right? Right. In vanilla from videos on YouTube from 2006. Can we find the evidence? And we found a rogue getting no XP in a ray group. Absolutely. And we saw his little chat box. We zoomed in all the yeah. way, right? We're sitting there. We're like the forensics experts from NCIS. Say, we're bro. like, en- enhance the image and, and, and yeah. like, right. Like we saw like the, minus xp raid and then we didn't see it in classic and i regret i regret not trying to report it i think that i think that ultimately that was the right thing to do even even if right like i'm i'm i try and be moral when i play video games and that was one instance where i you know i got i got clouded with the with 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 the green palette
0: the power Yeah. yeah that's right Because, you know,
1: something that no one else does. Right. It's it's so it's so intoxicating because it's like, well, I can use this to leverage myself over X, Y, Z players. Right. And and it'll it'll matter. Right. And it mattered. You know, it was the only thing that I did. I I played classic nonstop for right for basically an entire year. And before that, private servers, you know, years and years before. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was a very real and tangible
0: thing. Especially if you're going for server first or world first and things like that, you have to just use all the tools that are there because if you don't, other people will anyway. So you kind of get into that weird morally gray aspect of it, don't you?
1: And 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 right and and even if say say I say I shown like I shed my light on it right like early on because they fixed it fairly quickly right. But say I shed the light on it right before they fix it, and then everyone's just like, well. Everyone knows about it, right? And they don't fix it in time. Say that happens and then that means everyone's going to be abusing it, yep. right? So everyone, so it just amplifies it like further and further, which is why Blizzard has a policy of of sometimes when you reveal bugs, if you reveal it in like, you know, exploits, if you exploit, if you like show an exploit, they'll ban you, yep. right? Because they don't want that exploit propagated. They obviously don't want you exploiting the game, but if you show it specifically, they will always ban you because they don't want it propagated.
0: But the, and then the other thing is the phrase that's always what do they always say? They say exploit early, exploit often. Like if you get the opportunity to use something, exactly. Say- and this was the
1: first time I was like, I was like, let's go. And like years on private servers of just like, like, like seeing an XP bug or like, you know, I remember one time, uh, I believe it was Elysium launch, uh, which later became Lightbringer. Uh, there was a respawn bug on kobolds in uh, in Loch Medan, and I was we were a five man group level fourteen. Just with four mages AOEing down the kobolds, like as a group. And we were, you know, spell cleaving with the best of them in the open world in Lock Badan because everyone, like the server was lagging and everyone was like dying over and over again. And we were, you know, we were kept alive because we just would spam Arcane Explosion oh, and we were just grinding out mobs because every place in every zone was hard
0: stuck. So, yeah. I mean, like,
1: right, you figure out ways to get by, right? You always, you always figure out a way. But you know what? Looking back, I should have definitely reported it.
0: Yeah. And uh, the other thing is with the, the world first with, with Joker, I mean, some people like he, he obviously was world first, um, you know, fair and square, so to speak, but pe- some people in the speedrunning community will put a little asterisk beside it and be like, you know, he was layer hopping and doing things like that that won't, that won't exist at any other time in classic. So it's, it's a little tricky. Like nobody will probably be able to beat his time. Um, the thing
1: about joker was is that the, the thing that like the reason why i even like i knew who he was beforehand because he came out of nowhere he came out of absolutely nowhere yep. um the thing that he became known for and i'm not sure if you know this was the private server that released after northdale the one that released right before classic it was like the last hurrah um he was server first on that and he got it in record time right. like with no layering with no nothing he he did it he shattered the previous record by like i believe it was like over a day or something it really? might have been like it might have been like 14 hours but he he smashed the old record that we had seen on private servers in terms of in terms of played time and so he was known even before going into classic as as a very as one of the strongest aoe farmers Okay. That people so knew so, so he, he was, he was, he was the right, like, and that's the reason why I, I would never put an asterisk next to his name because he was the best that we had to offer, even though he came out of nowhere, even though no one knew who he was. He was, you know, he came out of left field, but he was the best we had to offer, even with those weird, you know, weird changes, the classic, even with the layer hopping.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. The layer hopping. And some people will say, like, because he was assisted by people in stream, you know, he was emptying his bags or they were bringing him consumes or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I I mean if that's what if what you say is true that he was you know, really strong. I guess just some people, you know, when I spoke to other people in the sort of speedrunning community and they didn't really he wasn't as well known in there as some of the um as some of the other people, you know.
1: Yeah, I think the talent pool wasn't wasn't like right, like as, as great as it could be in terms of like the mages AoE farming. Mean, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of like iffiness with that just because um like different servers had it differently, uh in terms of yeah. like what spots would even work so it like it really depended but like things were really really fleshed out by the time that we got to the server that joker launched on and 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 there was a lot of doubt you know i I say that he was the fastest but there was a lot of doubt just because everyone was like oh it's a dead server it's releasing right before classic no one cares about it he had free reign over every spot and those things were all pretty true but still he right he absolutely demolished the record when you know, other people had those things available to them, right? Other people yeah, had right. servers to launch where they were the only people there and they still were a day slower than he was.
0: I'm not an expert on speedrunning, but I think it's more common. I think a hunter is more common in classic. Um, that I think they get an early get an advantage early on. Um, and they kind of yeah, well, I guess there's a number of advantages for being a hunter, but yeah, I think most speedrunners were doing that rather than the you know, yeah, that,
1: and that was actually Critten was very, very like famously regarded. I'm not sure if you know who he is, but Critten was the was the guy on private servers who uh, who was very, very known as a speedrunner. He speedrun the classic. He gave up at like level 45 because he was getting demolished by mages layer hopping. But um, yeah, especially with the the f- figuring out ZG. Or ZF rather, like I think yeah. that 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 just catapulted mages. And if, if people had known that that was possible on launch, it's I mean, imagine how yeah. much faster Joker would have gone. Um, yeah, but true. but right, like I think it's pretty definitively like it used to be. Oh, hunters slightly better than mage, unless you're the the only mage, the one mage, right, the chosen one who gets every spot first. Because that's how it worked on private servers. You had to be you had to be ahead of everyone else, and then once you got to that spot if you were the only person there, it would be better than a hunter and you'd have to finish that spot fast enough to go to the next one before anyone caught up to you. And it would compound, right? If you, if you then got the next spot first, then you'd probably get the next spot, right? Even sooner and so on and so on and so on. But you had to be a breakaway member of that pack or else you would go slower than the hunter. So you yep. maybe had one, one yep. or two servers where Critten got beat as a hunter, but it was only by a single mage. It was yep. never by more than a single mage.
0: And it's funny, you know. It, I think it's taken like kind of an like an elite kind of niche concept, and it's brought it right into the mainstream. Because I still see it. I was in Arathi, Arathi Highlands the other day, and um, there's a really common. Those farms are a really a really hot spot for um, for uh, for AOE farming. And every time you go there, you'll see mages pulling like pulling that whole farm and AOEing them down. You know, just normal yeah. people. It's it's yeah. now it's yeah. just a standard part of mage leveling, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And it used to be, it used to be very, uh, like very, 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 very competitive and toxic, especially on launches. It was the funniest thing I remember you have, you'd have mages with the same faction because a lot of them are faction specific spots, um, like pulling, like they would pull a bunch of mobs. And they would tag them and then they would just pull them into an AOE spot or they would like frost Nova at a really unfortunate yep. time. So you have the two mages trying to murder each other at a single spot. And you'd, ha- you'd have this right. You'd like <laughs> it, because you could sheep tagged mobs on uh, private servers. And so you yep. would like sheep one mob and, and you know, you'd, you'd, you'd AOE by raises the margin. So if you had one mob constantly at full health or they tag yep. between them and sheep them, right, they could they could regen enough of the health that it would kill you. And And so it was really, really challenging to actually keep the damage down. It was a little easier uh, because the blizzard wouldn't be as bad as it was in classic. So you could keep blizzard down and it would prevent sheeps. But uh, if you went for too many novas, if you went for too many cones of cold, you would just get immediately obliterated by the mage trying to contest you. So that was a, you know, when they changed the, obviously when the, you couldn't polymorph, uh, you know, friendly mobs that were tagged that was a really really you know good move in terms of toxicity between mages because yeah. you would still see that happening out in the open world where two people yeah. would want to fight over a spot if it were
0: possible that same faction trolling yeah, yeah. but um i guess a lot of that it's because well because the, the whole leveling situation has changed now and people are at end game it's um it's way more chill out there on various servers isn't it but but that that first and you have all the boosting
1: ahead. i think the boosting makes it like Right, like so many people are just boosting, right? So many people are just in dungeons yeah. constantly, so they don't if- really care about those spots. I've seen people who level mages, and I know they can level it faster by themselves, playing the game, having fun, AOEing, making yep. money, yep, like and doing it faster if they just put AOE grind themselves, and they're just like, well, no, I'd rather just you know play Baldur's Gate three while I'm tabbed out in Scarlet Monastery, so.
0: Yeah, I think it sucks, man. Like since i I took I was away from classic, and since I've come back to it, um, that's all I see in looking for group is selling wanted to sell Mara Run, wanted to sell Scarlet Monastery Run. I yep. mean it's just people are not grouping the normal old fashioned way anymore. It's just constantly selling shit, you know?
1: Yeah. It's really unfortunate because even like the old spell cleave, right? Like it was it was difficult. So like it was it was hard right like you'd have all these people spamming like oh like looking for group like need need another mage for spell cleave and it was kind of toxic because it was like you know it was favoring mages so much but you know at least people were grouping right at least people weren't just like afk but now you have them just afk yeah. just accepting boosts and just paying money and you've all these gold farmers right it's just yeah i don't know it's it's an unfortunate atmosphere for sure
0: Yeah i think so on the on the i guess the game is it's transitioned from that leveling to um to end game now and that's kind of and that's kind of the way it is and and it's one of those things you could never get you could never get that time back or get those moments back like we can't go back to that place fresh people people
1: on private servers (laughs) they love that term fresh is always the best right it's always right because there's no. you can't be a gold farmer you can't be stealing lotus because you know what you're not high enough level herbalism right the chinese farmers they they're not they're not going to level as fast as as you know as as the speed levelers and so those are the people who have the privy to it right and like everyone's everyone's just you know just like scrambling for prebis and just playing the game grouping up playing together there's no boost there's no right there's no lotus farming there's no right there's no bots to contend with it's just
0: it's so cool it's dude when raw you, game you know when you look on slash who and it's like the highest person on the servers like yeah and hunter everyone's hunter like and whispering like, oh, them yeah. cheering them on right it's <laughs> yeah. just it's,
1: it's it's an experience like none other fresh is fresh really is the best that mmos i think have to offer like no matter no matter what mmo you're thinking about it's just yeah you know and i talk about i used to talk about it a lot on my stream um that I just want a real fresh because you know like like you talk about classic wow you, you know you talk about TBC you talk about maybe Wrath later on but you we know so much about these games already yeah. right it's fresh sure because it's you know it's a newer experience and there's going to be different friends that you make and different bugs along the way different exploits different gear drops different this different that but it's still the same game right so you're not you're not going into it with the sense of wonder with the sense of hey I don't know what's going on. Let me explore. Let me really find out about this game, right? Yeah. Which I, I'm looking forward to eventually, eventually, you know, give it give it three or four years, but maybe one of these Kickstarter MMOs are going to finally give us a run for our money. Yeah, I hope so, thoughts. man.
0: Do you know, a few years ago when I was playing uh, SWOTOR, I didn't know what the term fresh actually was but um but we we got to experience it and it was awesome where everyone was playing on and at launch there was a fresh tour
1: was so good actually <laughs> yeah. playing hotball
0: man playing oh, hotball on
1: fresh tour dude ah that, that was,
0: was fucking good that was good time man we played i was on the us service because there was no oceanic ones at launch so we had kind of learned a little bit about it then whenever oceanic service launched we got over there and i went from you know a 250 millisecond ping to a 30 millisecond ping and we actually knowing everything that we knew we went through and we actually got server first kill of the um the boss and coruscant the big robot boss he was like the size of a house but he was only like a level 14 world boss i think but we got uh we got server first dude with like a 20 man raid group of all these very nice very nice and it was just it was so cool man that got then all these people joined the guild you got the double
1: had- fresh that's uh yeah. that's rare that's rare that's nice that's fun
0: really cool, dude. but i had a great time in swotor and i think a lot of those things i still always say it that blizzard could just outright steal some of those concepts and put them into the game and it would be awesome i mean i talked about this last week the pvp maps you know like hotball was awesome hotball hotball was so good Dude, Void Star where you've got to plant the the bombs on the doors, dude. That was a great True. concept for PVP. True
1: actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it, yeah, it was actually like like storming the base, it was actually sick. Yeah.
0: And I just think those things, you know, even those the capture the flag ones where it was like the guns that were shooting and you had to it was like the two out of three thing, it just uh, uh, there was so many cool um so many cool things in that PVP. And then uh, as I said um, when I was talking to Will last week, was um the the cross faction. So when it came to a point in the the law, I don't know if you were still playing by then or you'd seen it, but they they did hit a point where it was like, oh, we're coming together. You know, Sith and, and um, Jedi are coming together to fight a common enemy. So there was one new PvP map that came out at that time, and it was cross faction because you were both um, both working together. And there's oh, been wow. some. Somebody- so many times in WoW's history, where it's like, "Oh, we're working together now; we're all friends." That would have been the perfect time to implement like just one PvP map that was cross faction. I think that would have been really fucking cool.
1: That would have been fucking sick.
0: Mm. Um, in terms of retail, you didn't play BFA at all.
1: No, no, no. Someone, someone even bought me like one of my subs bought me BFA. Oh, nice. I, I played one level. I played a single yeah. level, just and not. I just
0: immediately quit. I, I could not. It's. Ugh. And even Shadowlands, dude, even with some of the changes that are coming in, um, it's still not for you? Um
1: here's the one here's the one soft spot the character customization options is really cool
0: (laughs) it's so good
1: that's the only thing that's the only thing honestly that's a really dumb reason to play a game (laughs) like you know i don't know my femme undead looks pretty sick and i can't even play my male gnome because no one plays alliance right like and like no male looks pretty (laughs) no male looks awful like that, that that's that's the thing like they look like little troll dolls on, uh, and, and, and oh, that's and, true, actually. That yeah, because they changed true. how they changed the aesthetic, they changed how they look. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they look terrible, they look really, really, really bad. They look like little troll dolls. So, like, I, right, like, my, 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 my one true love
0: is, is ruined Your thing is being a gnome, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: My, my shtick is, is being attacked. So, I mean, like, femme undead, though, in a very, very good place, femme yeah. undead, in a very, very good place. So, I, I, I don't know, maybe. I might give it a shot because my my real life friends and the casuals are playing, so maybe I'll try and you know like do some arenas casually with them. But I'm not going to take it seriously. I'll probably quit on like week two realistically. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I might you. not even play the fresh to be honest, depending on what changes they make to it. Because I mean, already it's 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 a shit show, and you know it hasn't even launched. It's not even close to launch yet. So I mean, it's and and they're just the, you have the telltale signs that they just they have. I don't want to say they have no idea what they're doing because obviously they're professional developers and right like they're you know they're yep. they're paid a lot of money to be good at what they do but I think the oversight at Blizzard is just in such a place where the developers don't have enough control to do a good job anymore so, no
0: I agree and I do, and they probably don't have enough resources I mean the company they seem yeah. to be they seem to be losing people rather than uh, than putting anyone on that's for sure and I don't know I think that right um, as this
1: as this storied and and really legendary Gaming, right? Like, like, company, yeah, right? Losing employees, losing talent, right? Having yeah. Mike Morheim, right? Leave as CEO because he thinks that it's hopeless and go start his own company, despite being, right? Like, d- d- despite, you know, being at the highest position at yeah. Blizzard because he thinks it's that hopeless, right? Like, that, I mean, if, if there is a vote of no confidence that you can have in the parliament of gaming, that is. That is it right there, plain as day.
0: But it's such a paradox, isn't it? It's like they have got the most successful MMO of all time that's still playing. In fact, they've got two versions of it now. I mean, and you, I don't know. It just seems like it's in terms of business looking from the outside, they've got an extremely successful product. You'd think business would be booming. And I don't know. It's really, uh, I get it 2020 has been a bit of a shit show with COVID and everything, but well, I mean, it's
1: even been good for classic, though, right? Like, it's it's you had all these Corona rankers, right? The people who, yeah, you know, like wouldn't otherwise play as much classic WoW as they they have been playing. And, and right, like they, they can't, right? It's a great time for most, it's a great time to stay inside and, you know, wear a mask outside and, you know, like
0: yeah, that's not want to leave
1: home. So, I, I, right, like, that's it's, it's very little reason for them to, to to be doing as poorly as they are because they're not, in reality, right? Like, they're putting up record numbers because they're a business right like and and they're interested in in the money and they're not interested anymore in right the people or as much the community or as much right the games themselves because you know like that's i imagine why right mike left because he got into the business
0: from a passion point of view yeah
1: to make good games, right? He, he yep. just he just left university and with his with a couple of his friends that were comp sci majors. He was like, let's start a gaming company, and it wasn't let's get rich. It was let's make games.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, dude. Yeah, really, and it's it's sad. I guess that's that's the world isn't it but it's uh it's definitely sad man i mean
1: it is the world but you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be and i think that's why he's making his like making a new company because you know what you know dream dream or whatever it's called it might not make as much money as blizzard but i'll bet you fucking what i'll bet you fucking what i'll bet you they bring a lot more fucking joy than blizzard has brought in yeah. the past 5 years
0: you know i was just going to ask do you have any hope for future for other companies for future MMOs or do you think we've we've lived through the golden age of MMOs and that's just not you know it's not going to happen anymore
1: okay so I I'm a firm believer I'm a firm believer okay. that you have to actualize success okay so I, I I I because I believe that I have to I have to believe that there will be another golden age of MMOs because that's the own that's the only way there's going to be one, right? Yep. If I don't believe it won't happen. So, yep. yes I do. Nice. Yes I do. I have a great deal of hope in, in like right like even even you know what? You know what? Who knows? Maybe 15 years from now when Star Citizen finally releases, we'll have a good MMO. You know what? Maybe Ashes of Creation will yes. be everything that Age couldn't be and more, right? Yep. Maybe maybe we'll have maybe Crowfall will stop having such dog shit combat and the unity engine will suddenly stop being terrible for MMOs who knows all of these things and more could
0: happen. Yeah.
1: But I, I, I really, I, I have a lot of faith in uh, like, like the, like specifically like in, in on a, on a more serious note, I have a lot of faith in ashes. I think ashes yep. is the best hope just because th- like everything that I read And this is a bit narcissistic, I guess, but everything that I read is something like that I agree with when I read about a system that they're trying to implement, you know, maybe they can't do it, but the ideas are there, right? The ideas are very much there and they're very much exactly what I would do. And I, I spend a lot of time, you know, thinking and, 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 and just, you know, going over in my head, what I would do. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm saving up. Like the reason I took this job is so I could save up some money uh, and go back to school to study computer science so that i can you know go back and and start working in the games industry because i got a degree in biology and i just i i don't want to be a biologist i want to make games right like i realized that that i was i was yeah like i realized that i was so depressed in part because i was working a job that i you know that i didn't like and i I had no purpose and I, i was just i was driving towards you know a path that i was you know maybe making a good amount of money but just completely miserable in terms of like end game, right? So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah like, like the, the you know, the end game options really weren't there. And you know, I'm just, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like an MO player and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm searching for that perfect end game. So, I, I think Ashes could be good. I think, and this might be unpopular, the Star Citizen actually will be good, you know, 10 years from now, right? Yeah. <laughs> when it finally releases. So, I mean, that's not as high fantasy, it's not as, you know, maybe applicable to. Uh, you know, the average WoW podcast viewer. But but I think that it will be good when it finally has its heyday, uh, if it ever releases.
0: Do you know what I think is crazy is that, you know, if we go back, so say WoW launched, say 2005, just to make it easier for maths. So you go back then to what, that 1990 going back 15 years, right? And you look at the games and we're talking about, you know, shit like that you were talking about. We're playing on the old ass computers. You know, the internet barely didn't even exist. The idea of an MMO if someone had showed you wow, it back in 1990, your mind would be fucking blown. Like you it, you just wouldn't even be able to, you wouldn't even understand that it was possible to play a game like that. And then you would think at 2005, if we had this conversation then and we said, what is MMO gaming going to be like in the year 2020? Like you would, you would <laughs> think it would have been like, you'd be going, oh my God, you know, it's going to be VR, it's going to be something fucking really crazy. And if someone said to you, okay, the two, well, arguably the two best MMOs right now is an improved version of WoW. And actually this same fucking game that you're playing now is going to be the most hyped MMO around that time. I mean, it's crazy to think that, isn't it? And, and I think it's,
1: here's, here's, here's the sad opinion that I have. I think it's because too many people try to up and copy WoW, right? Yep. I, and I think that, I think that ultimately, right, you had before then, people weren't trying to copy as much people were trying to innovate their own style of game yeah. right like you had you had you know like ultima online and you had uh, you know like arc uh, you know not Arcage, but um you had you know everquest like very very yeah. two different kinds of games and like i'm not as i, I should know more about and most, but like the, the, the but even runescape you had so, so, so many different, different types of mmos right like and people were just trying to innovate on different things whereas you have the wow copy that has been so prevalent for the past 15 years that is that is demolished right so it's 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 did i have i enjoyed my time playing wow yes do i regret my time playing wow no do I wish WoW had never released so that games could have innovated in a way that they didn't feel they were commercially responsible for their entire company because the only way to succeed is by copying WoW? Yeah, yeah I, I, I wish, I wish that hadn't been it? the case. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and the only way for that not to happen in the case is for WoW not to be as successful as it is. And the only way that could have happened, at least in this universe, is for it to have never released at all. And so. To see
0: yeah would have been very interesting to see the mmo landscape on that basis yeah Yeah. and
1: that's why that's why i believe in ashes so much because right like when you think about oh my god what is mmo gaming going to look like in 2020 right you imagine oh my god there's going to be ships and you can do whatever you want and (laughs) it's going to be dynamic and these nodes are going to build themselves up and it's going to be dynamic based on what you do in the world and the quests are going to be based on you know like how how the the areas are progressing by themselves and you're going to have 80 you know eight classes and eight subclasses and 64 different combinations of yeah. of what you can be in caravan systems and and this and that and the other and it just feels it feels ambitious In a way that MMOs have not been in such a long time.
0: And people are shitting on it for that. Some people are saying, oh, they're promising too much. They won't be able to do it. They're dreaming too big.
1: But if they, (laughs) if, right, if it, right, like it's big dreams, right? It's big dreams that succeed, right? It's big dreams that. That, right like that change the landscape forever right so maybe they fail maybe they deliver half of what they promised but they deliver half of what they promised they'll be the best mmo we've seen in a decade and a half
0: and i mean it could be possible dude like even if you think back to um i only played a little bit of it but star wars galaxies for example that had shit. that had concepts back then that mmos still haven't even done now i mean the player housing. And I,
1: and I I feel I feel criminally I feel like I have criminally mismanaged my time by not mentioning Star Wars Galaxies because that is that is what MMOs could have been. Yep. And then it was rehashed in the middle of it by some Sony producer oh, yeah. to be a shell of itself yep. and a wow clone instead of the beautiful like life simulator, right? Like the world was. simulator that it's, it was. Yeah,
0: watered down commercialized shit that it ended up becoming. Yeah. Wow clone. And it killed it. It killed it because just, you you, 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 yeah. you rip the
1: dream out of the heart of something and you go, well, this will make me some money, brother. Yeah. And, then, and then you lose the whole reason why it was good in the first place, right? And same reason why Blizzard is hemorrhaging employees because they steal the dream out of it. They have the marketing teams out the wazoo, but they don't have the real fucking passion for games that mike moreham brought to that company back and god knows how long ago right you don't have that same spark that they have and i you know i feel that from the ashes team i really do feel that, like those live streams that i watch i feel i feel that they want to do this and maybe it's not possible with the money that they have and maybe the timeline is bad but you know what fuck it you know what what but am i gonna lose dream. by believing what am i gonna what am i gonna lose by having a little bit of hope that things can get better
0: you know do you know what dude i had, hadn't hadn't considered it until you've said it but people do need to dream a little more whether it's the fans of mmos or the creators themselves instead of just everything that's come out i remember people hyping wildstar when it came out and it's just another fucking wow just a just a discount wow you know, and even even Swotor as well, it was. It was a direct fucking WoW copy in the Star Wars universe, except that they didn't update or they didn't, you know, the, the graphics didn't age as well and things like that. It wasn't as well optimized, I don't think. But it just everything became a WoW clone instead of, instead of some real innovation. So uh, I don't know. And, and even concepts, like I said, Star Wars Galaxies, whenever that was already out. I remember me and my brother played. and uh, We were on Tatooine. And again, Star Wars Galaxies did the maps better than Star Wars The Old Republic did. Because that was just on rails. You couldn't even explore a map. Star Wars Galaxies, man, when you're in Tatooine, you could get on a speeder and just head out into the desert. And it was just sand for fucking miles, literal miles.
1: And they and they missed that out. I, I think that yeah. I think that that's actually really like, like the thing that's appealing for me. I don't know if I don't know if you've played it at all. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but Star Citizen, they have so much of the world is is just empty space. Where you're just flying, right? Like, where you're just flying, you know, you're you're quantum traveling from place to place. And, right, and really the game is, you know, like talking with the people that you've met, right? Your crew and the people that you're with. And those experiences, not from going from point A to point B, but the experiences you have along the way from point A to point B out in the sands in tapped out in the jungles of a crater, right? It's, you know, it's when you're in the thick of it and you're just, you're, you're out there in the wilderness that it really feels like a world that you're a part of. And so much more than just a game, so much more than ones and zeros that you're sitting there at your keyboard. You don't feel like you're in your keyboard. You feel like the screen in front of you is the only world around you. And that, that, that feeling is so compelling i remember when i was eight years old walking into iron forge walking into tinkertown and the music starts and you and you hear you hear those right you hear those horns blaring you hear those drums beating and, and and you just you're right. You're in Ironforge. You're not yes. you're not some you're not some 8-year-old with, you know, with like weird stubby arms and like, you know, a, a bad penchant for math and he can't do his division tables. No, you're Northy the gnome rogue and you've come Hell to yeah, Ironforge dude. to train engineering <laughs> and slay dragons and <laughs> save the world.
0: Fucking love it, dude. I fucking love it. That's what it's all about. But I remember rolling through the desert out there and we came across a town player housing, which they did extremely well. And a guild, they could build houses. You could carve out a piece of the desert, build houses, You had a town hall. This is revolutionary
1: now. This is revolutionary. Like Ashes (laughs) talks about it. (laughs) It blows people's mind because they've been used to WoW for so long. So long to
0: think that that couldn't be it. And it's like even whenever that that guild had long left, the 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 town was empty. But that was left there as a reminder of like, and the dude's name, who's the mayor, was up there, and all their achievements are on the walls inside this town hall. You're like, this is incredible. You roll through, and you're like, this guild used to live here, and this was their place. That's just fucking amazing. And you have this. Relic. You have this relic yeah. because it's
1: a real breathing world.
0: And I think oh, oh that's my so god. It's so incredible, oh. dude. And even you know, the thing they did really well as well was their um so their customer like customer support or whatever. I can't remember what they had a name for them, but they would actually so if you had needed help or whatever, if you had a question, they were on an actual NPC in a town, but it was played by a by a dev or a, by a customer service representative you're you're
1: kidding that's insane
0: so you would go up and actually ask and talk to an npc and they would be given in slash say and they would be like you know super max level elite kind of and it was just so cool that you'd be talking to a real person And you know what you know
1: what you know what the sad part is with all the oodles and oodles of money that blizzard has right they could afford to do this and so much more yeah but it just comes down to it like the bottom line people will pay for shadowlands even if It's bullshit. People will pay for BFA, even if it's bullshit. People will pay for Classic WoW even if it's got 400 millisecond spell batching and layer hopping and reintroduce layers with AQ and just hopelessly random bug shit left and fucking right because people don't have better fucking options. Right? Yeah. So they can get away with it just skimming off the top and just abusing those communities because they don't have anywhere else to turn to. And so yeah. you you just you, you, you get this. You, right like you, they can do the least amount possible right they can afford to have game masters left and right and they don't because you know what that one customer in 50 that'll quit because of that bad experience it's not worth it but you know what in star wars yeah. galaxy when they had those employees out there in the fucking wilderness you know yeah. what they were thinking about they weren't thinking about the fucking bottom line they were thinking about how to make a good fucking game
0: yeah incredible and giving people those experiences man and i don't know yeah there was just so many things but i guess maybe you couldn't do it these days because people have a certain expectation that everybody wants to be a hero and even with the being a jedi like on star wars galaxies back then you couldn't not everybody could be a jedi it was it, had, it, it
1: was it was really really obnoxious to be a jedi and then once you
0: revealed it you they could kill you right they like could kill Dem- you run? in permadeath man Where yeah that, yeah you know <laughs> And it was just like you'd have to walk around like pretend, but then they were uber powerful. So you had to walk around and pretend exactly. that you weren't a Jedi. But if you needed to, you could just merc somebody. Exactly. Exactly. So you, had, you had that real power, right? You had that <laughs> yeah. real sense
1: of power that was secret and 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 like legendary, but but right, like, but it had to be low key, right? Because you were and you were playing a real Jedi. You were playing a real Jedi yeah. in the era. had to keep it secret but you know if they needed to you know bring out a can of whoop ass to defend themselves at death's door they could and that i i i've always i remember when i heard about that the first time i was like star wars galaxy seems so fucking cool i'm so sad i never fucking
0: played it you know, dude, I wish that games companies took a, a little more chance with things like that. And I think a lot – they underestimate the player base that I think a lot of people would be happy to be kind of like a no-name grunt. Yeah, just yeah no, that, that's the, thing. the wheel. That's
1: what Ashes wants to do as well, right? Yeah. People are going to be happy to be the little villagers in those notes. Yeah, man. Right, because they're going to they're, they're have the king, right? And they're going to have the king, and the king is going to have a fucking dragon. Like that's literally what they've said. Like the king of a node, of a royal node, is gonna have a fucking dragon, and all the little Damn. plebs are gonna be like, "Yeah, he's ours." Fuck Yeah, yeah. Dude. people do that right now, right? People, people have fucking sports teams that they're a part of, and they, right, like they think that they're a part of. They're not a part of that sports team. Like, yeah, we won last night. We won. No, I you're know. You're not on the fucking Patriots. Like, get out of my <laughs> get out of here. No, you're not. But you know what? You feel right. Like that's your horse in that race, and those no life motherfuckers right like they are few and far between the needs that right like me you know can go so unbelievably hard right they should be few and far between it should be that's a really good kind of thing but then they should be venerated in a way where it's like you know it's like this is a real legendary experience that only a couple people can get you know a couple people can experience as the player but everyone can experience in their glory right like being i remember i remember in ironforge right and 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 seeing these people with this gear right like the carrot on a stick seeing seeing motion the paladin i remember he was a paladin on my server for years and years and years and seeing his journey as a player alongside my own that that didn't make me jealous it didn't make me mad that i couldn't have the gear that he had It just made me feel like I was a part of something bigger than myself, which I think is such a compelling thing to have in a world that you want to make people feel for.
0: Yeah, dude, I, I completely agree. And I think, I think there should be a separation between, um, you know, the casual players and the elite, elite gamers. I think they really should be, because that's just the way it fucking is. And, and I think the same thing between PVP and PVE, um, in, you know, whenever star Wars first came out, um, the old republic there was pvp gear and there was pve gear pve gear was stronger it had better stats and it was stronger when you're doing pve content but pvp gear had lower stats but you had you know i think it was resilience or something like that that was like um a specific pvp stat that was a damage flat damage reduction and damage increase so someone in pvp gear would always beat someone in pve gear and it gave you that like you'd see someone walking along and I remember the PVP shoulders, they had like big spikes on one shoulder on the left shoulder, I think. And you could spot someone a mile away and go, oh shit, he's got, you know, like the PVP gladiator shoulders. And you knew that person was a pvp and it's like i just think having those kind of differences is really fucking cool yeah i and- know
1: you, you you see you see a rep ballot, right you're in vanilla it's 2006 you're some pleb on a pvp server and and right you're some pleb orc warrior with like a, a toothpick for a weapon you see a big paladin in full yeah. tier two all his gear is matching you look at yourself you look like you, you're in a yeah dress. like a fucking you've mess got, right yeah. you, you've got green and pink and blue on you and you have no clue what's going on and this guy's walking down he's got a he's got a sword the size of tim Buck fucking yep. two and he's walking down right like that, like that. He he right, you should see that and you should fear for your fucking life.
0: Well, dude, I've spoke about this in one of my previous shows, but it's one of my first memories uh of ever seeing a paladin and wow. I was playing this was in Burning Crusade. I had leveled terribly leveled a um a Torin warrior. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. My talent points were everywhere. I was using you know whatever just shit weapons that I had, I didn't know how to repair. And I remember making it to the crossroads. And at this same time, this dude appears out of fucking nowhere, rolls in on this horse, all plate. The guy's like, his weapon's glowing. He's got all matching fucking armor. And he's just murking NPCs, taking out quest givers, killing, we're on a PVP server, he's killing lobies. And I was like, holy shit. So I like run in, trying to help. I get one-shotted by this fucking dude. Level 60 hordies start flying in. And he's like fighting one player plus like the NPCs that keep respawning. Then two uh, hoardies fly in. This guy eventually is fighting like three. And I see three enemies and I see his health going down. And they gets almost to the end. And right then at the end, you just see, you know, the shimmer on him. the do- And then he just disappears. And I was like, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? The guy came in, wrecked shop in the crossroads. For no fucking reason, and then he just bubbled and halfed out. And I was like, after Spirit running back a couple times, I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" You know, it just blew my fucking mind back then. The the difference in power that that guy had, you know. And I
1: want to, I want to feel that again. Right, I want to see someone right because you know maybe next time, you know maybe when Ashes rolls around, maybe you know I I you know I maybe I'm a proper you know law abiding you know regular working citizen again and you know maybe i'm not in it as the the you know uber hardcore player but i want to see someone rolling on a dragon and breathe fire over yeah. my town and just destroy everything and i want to sit there uh, befuddled you know and yeah. just be like what Holy is even shit. going on anymore? Yeah. Like, like I want, I want because it's that fantasy, right? It's that warrior that comes in, you know, like like that, you know, the 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 stranger on the horse that you know takes out three v one and right, like it's the yep. stories of of right, like yeah, the mythos of the MMO that are just so compelling.
0: I just that's right, and I think, and for me, I'm always happy to just be. A soldier, just a foot soldier, just a no name grunt. I'm happy to be one of those guys, but just be part of it and have other people being those the top tier. I don't want everybody like if everybody is a hero. If everybody nobody is, is, no one is. Yeah. Right. And that's that's kind of what we've got, isn't it? You know, and, and that's 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 what sucks about it. And you know, I used to play a bit of um uh Metal Gear uh, Metal Gear Online from the Metal Gear Solid series. And one of the things they did really well there as well was in the online, you created a new uh, character. You didn't play as, like, Snake or whatever. You played as a, a normal, like, plebby, grunt soldier that you made. They couldn't run at full speed all the time like Snake could. They couldn't self-heal. They couldn't do any of the sick shit that he did. And occasionally, in matches, one random person would get to be Snake or Raiden or whatever. And they were just, like, a, just a beast. You know, you would just fucking taking people out hand to hand combat you could stealth better you could run faster and it showed you the difference in power level between those two things and it made you respect that hero character even more you know true okay cool i think we're now hour 30 we should get into the questions which means i get to hit the one sounder of the whole show here we go <laughs> <laughs> here we go okay so the first question comes from me uh which is what zone would you retire in in the wow universe
1: Ooh, that's a good question when that the war's over
0: your little mage is just chilling you don't have to don't have to aoe down anything anymore
1: i think i think the easiest i think the easiest and the best answer is Moreau right you've got you've got you know you, you've got maybe a bit of uh you know, Tinkertown and, you know, uh, you no know, gone to recover yep. from. You've got Iron Forge right next to you. I love the cold, so it would be the best. And you've got, you know, y- you're right on with
0: breweries and stuff, dude. We've got some breweries. You've got, right, you got, you got, you got yeah.
1: Thunder Ale. You've got the yep. Rhapsody Malts, right? You've got. You've, you've got everything that really Azeroth has to offer in that small little bit. So I, I, you know, it's got, it's got the best settlements. It's where all the new gnomes would be, you know, I, i got to say
0: more. <laughs> nice dude. Nice. Okay. Question two coming from, uh, Oderis is, um, best, uh, or favorite villain and favorite hero.
1: Um, Okay, you know what? They're one and the same. Actually, okay, okay, right? Because they are, of course, Millhouse Manastorm, veritable hero and veritable <laughs> villain of World of Warcraft. <laughs> because you know what? He honestly, I styled my gnome after Millhouse Manastorm. Like I styled my male gnome. Like my current, my oh, current shit. fantasy of character that I have is because of Millhouse Manastorm, who has at times been a hero and you know, uh, you know, a savior and uh you know uh misguided villain in oh
0: podcast. shit dude that has never ever been a response here before <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna be <laughs> like,
1: like oh arthas, arthas is my favorite <laughs> villain like no fuck <laughs> that man millhouse fucking mana dude
0: <laughs> holy shit dude okay brilliant and the question coming from fellow content creator on youtube Willie. uh the question is will well do you expect wow to ever have a significant change as in a wow 2.0 or in the future do you just see them going expansion after expansion after expansion to where we're at the point of like releasing 12.0 patch i i
1: here's the thing i am a firm believer like i said in actualizing success and i think the best thing for world of warcraft in terms of the actualized success of mmos and gaming in general is for the death of world of warcraft so you know what i'm gonna say no i think that i think that it'll just peter out and eventually die a horrible gut-wrenching you know death rattling you know screech from the heavens like a, a lot of mmos do. Yeah. <laughs> to, to keep it afloat and it just you know it screams and it moans and it you know. But it it ultimately dies. That is that is my hope, and that is my wish, and that is my belief.
0: Okay, okay. Well, that sounds that sounds sad, but uh, but possibly true. So we. Will but possibly to- true
1: and possibly fucking necessary.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely take your point on that, dude. I definitely take your point on that. To allow the innovators to come out. And what is your question that we are going to pay it forward next week?
1: If you could change one thing. Only one thing about later expansions, TBC, Wrath, etc. Uh, maybe just maybe just limited to TBC and Wrath. Um, TBC, and Wrath. Yeah. What would you change?
0: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And what would your response be to that? Um, that's
1: really hard. I picked the question because I, I, I'm, I'm not not quite <laughs> sure what I would say. I think, I think, um, I think the easy answer, the easiest answer that I would give would be flying mounts. But I, I think that it's not as simple as that. It's it's it, it comes down to a lot of things. Yeah. But I think that the, the single biggest change that, that really, because I, I love world PvP and I love feeling immersed in that world where you're in the wilderness and you feel that real sense of danger on a PvP server because you can't just get away.
0: Yeah, that's where right? you get you the adrenaline pumping pieces.
1: too. Exactly. Of these epic chases where you have like, I remember in in, in Un'Guro Crater in in phase one, I was always known, I was known as the rocket gnome because I kept 15 pairs of rocket boots on me at all times. And people would come, right? You'd You'd have two or three horde, right? That would come upon me. And the first time that they come upon me, I kill one and I rocket boot away. And then they show up with two or three, right? Instead of just oh, two. Shit, and dude. I kill one, I rocket boot away. And then they come up with like six and I just rocket boot away. And they're using all their cooldowns because they're realizing they're like, oh no, this gnome is just going to rocket boot away. And then I rocket boot away and then I end this pod and I pour it out. And then I come back with more friend, right? So it's just it's just right like the, the, this, this right? Like this, the, the chase in those situations, that's like this, like heart pumping kind of thing. dude you pissed off so many people? Yeah, you don't, get, so when yeah, that you don't that. get when you fly, right? You you can't be that gnome. You can't be yeah, the rocket
0: gnome that's in TBC,
1: because even despite the fact that they have the four hundred and twenty percent or whatever rocket boots, the rocket boots extreme, they have such cool abilities, such cool ideas that they implemented. It's just sabotaged by the flying mount.
0: Yeah, that's true, man. That's really true. That really is true, so but we'll have to wait and see maybe there'll be some more um maybe there'll be some more open world pvP back on um, back on the actual Azeroth mainland. I guess we'll have to wait and see. well, I think that concludes it, man why don't we do why don't we plug your content any shout outs that you've got go for it if you want to plug anyone else's content I'm gonna put the link for that um uh, father spell clue video in there but um <laughs> but where um what's your let's do your and I'll put your links in too, but what's your twitch um you know Twitter whatever go for it.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm going to be streaming uh, probably, I'm going to start streaming again next month. Uh, I've taken a bit of a hiatus a couple months off just because I have been bored with Classic Wild, but I'm going to start, uh, I think I'm going to be back and forth for Classic TBC, so um, I got to start leveling my character for that because I'm uh, playing, on, playing on a horde it looks like for that with the guild oh, that I'm shit. going with, so i'm on twitch.tv slash north the mage and uh twitter is interesting if you like gaming opinions if you like uh you know mmo discussions etc i do a lot of that um i have a lot of those opinions just you know like filtering about on twitter so it's twitter.com slash north the mage like i said earlier i gotta you know keep the branding consistent
0: hell yeah dude no that's awesome and i'll put some links in the uh put some links in the show notes and people can find if they do want to um I don't know what episodes they were, but it'll be easy enough to find it on Countdown a Classic if you want to listen to some of those early conversations with. Uh, True, with those kind com-
1: I I I have such a rapport with uh with, with with Josh that it's 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 really they're they're fun conversations. Yeah. So if you if you like podcasts, if this is your thing, it's been a really really fun show, and it's 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 been reminiscent of my times on Countdown the Classic. I've I've had Hell a fantastic yeah. time. Thank you so much for me. No, having that's on. awesome, dude. Really um, appreciate it. But if if you want more of more of this, right? Like it it definitely. Go check out Josh's some of Josh's old podcasts. I'm sure if you PM him or, you know, post in his Discord, he can find you an episode or two where where he and I uh he and I have yeah. chats.
0: So. Definitely, and um, and some of the Good Morning Azeroth as well. If you want to hear, if you like the multi <laughs> multi guest conversation, if you want to hear some, if you, uh, want, if you want North versus
1: the world, okay, yeah. you go to Good
0: Morning Azeroth. North versus Twitch chat, check it out on GMA. Um, that was some really really good uh, really good times there too. And shout out to those boys too, as always. um, You know the GMA crew are um, a great bunch of uh, great bunch of dudes um so with all of that said mate it has been an awesome interview i thoroughly actually just enjoyed having a conversation man this has just been an hour 40 of just super uh, super engaging conversation. so thank you so much for coming by thanks for having me on man
1: I, I i was sad to miss it last week i was really really happy i was really, really excited to be on so uh, and and it's 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 lived up to my excitement so thank you so much Fuck for yeah, having dude.
0: me man. no awesome okay i'm gonna hit stop recording see you all on the next show thanks for listening I'm sorry, you am sorry,